3: what's happening everybody welcome to another courtside car the first finals episode of courtside car game one last night um golden state warriors boston celtics we're gonna get right into it but firstly i'm joined by a couple man uh shaq what's going on bro all good i'm good bro what are you saying I'm good. Big of you to be here. I'll be honest. <laughs> After Miami <laughs> fell where they did, uh, big of you to be here. But I know, you, you know, know,
2: injuries took out my team, but I'm here to support the East.
3: Anyone it's but good Steph. sport. Love that. Love that. Uh, Greg, what's good? Yeah, man, it's good to be on. I
0: think it's my first podcast of the of the season. So I've good timing. Just coming
3: for the finals, like Iguodala. Just <laughs> yeah, man. I'm arrived to go the for a big of, occasion of Steph Curry, man. <laughs> for the big occasion, and uh, Jeff, what's going on? Jeff and Jeff's dog, and maybe Jeff's son. I don't know, there might be a lot going on. This,
1: uh, this uh, uh, come on, if anything, let's just get to it because, yeah,
3: say no more. Boston, I don't know if Celtics, I have one. Boston Celtics win game one, which those listening will know I'm happy about. 120-108. um, kind of a mad game to be honest. Like, Golden State looked in control for a lot of it. Had a 14-point lead, leaving the third quarter, entering the fourth. Boston turn it around with a 17-0 run, raining down threes on everything. Um, the first finals team ever to go into the fourth quarter, fifth, a double-digit deficit, and then come out of the fourth quarter with a double-digit win. So a little bit of history made there yesterday. Um Greg, what what stood out to you straight away in terms of the overview of the game? Was, was there anything that surprised you? Is there anything that was is as expected? How did you see things? Curry wants that Finals MVP, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was that Finals MVP
0: badly. What did he have? Six threes in the first quarter.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we don't yeah. even
0: we don't even look at that and, and and blink an eye. But yeah, six threes in the first quarter. He was not uh, slick, are He. Yeah, it was eighteen plus points in the first quarter. Um, it looked like he was going to go for, you know, 40-plus in the game. Um, I think the Celtics got off to a decent start, all things considered, like when Curry is going that desert. Um But, yeah, the Celtics were down, I think, 10-plus at one point in the first half or maybe in the early in the third quarter. Um, and then they, they brought it back. And then, again, in the third quarter, down 10-plus. And, as, as you said, to finish uh, winning the game or leading by, by over 10. Uh, I thought excellent execution from the Celtics. Tatum, which everyone knows is my favourite young player uh, in the league. I thought, you know, didn't shoot the ball particularly well. But one thing I like about the tandem between Tatum and Brown is that if Tatum's having an off night, Brown is just like, OK, cool, it's my time to shine. Uh, you saw him taking over with, with the isolation dribbles, mid-range jump shot. Um, did have a couple bad bad threes, some long threes that didn't really connect. But, you know, you you, you live and, and die with, with that. Um, but Tatum's playmaking, 13 assists. I'm sure you're going to touch on that a bit later, yes. But, yeah, 13 assists, the most from a player in his first... Uh, finals game. I thought his, his passing was spectacular. Um, and yeah, Hallford, sixth, you know, I do think come in. So I think if you're a Celtics fan, you got to be happy with, with going in and having the least rest as well. The Warriors had a couple of days more extra rest than the Celtics. So I expected this series to be 1-1 after two games, but I didn't expect the Celtics to win the first game and definitely not in the fashion that they did.
3: Yeah, I'm with you. We'll talk on on Tatum's uh, playmaking a little bit later, but yeah, like I mean, you're you're the one who shared the stat with us earlier, Greg. 13 assists for Tatum, so that's most in a finals debut. And what I didn't realize until after that was the people he beat who had 12 was Stockton, Isaiah Thomas, uh, and Jordan. So so good company. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think he had the best night, but to be effective without scoring is, is always been his Achilles heel. So that's so that's big. And we'll talk about Jalen Brown's second half again in a bit. Um, Jeff, I'm going to come to you because I know you were someone who was, you were to in and fro in about how this series was going to go. And I do think it was a really tough series to call without kind of seeing how things were going to, how it would actually look. Um, Like Greg's mentioned Steph's first quarter, 21 points in the first quarter. I wasn't a big fan of how we defended Steph. We decided to just not switch as much as we've been switching that's meant to be an ingredient to stop all this motion and stuff, and force people into into tough ISO stuff. Went over screens and, and lost him a lot early. Um, had the poise to finish it well, but you're someone who felt that we needed as a Celtic fan, we needed to get a game in the first two, needed to split it one-one at, at worst. Yeah. To, talk to me about that thing about like how you think the mentality of how big this first win might be and how it might flip. The mentality of the series around because Draymond and Kurt after the game were just ah, they got hot, whatever they got, hot yeah, they, they, they have to, yeah, they, they have to yeah. in it, they had the champs um, and, and it does make sense to belittle that a little bit, just keep it to one quarter. But what, what did you see? I mean, they're not wrong, it was one quarter,
1: uh, but I mean, let's be fair, what was it first going into the, the into halftime I think school was even near enough, or well, I think you might even have taken the lead. I know Jalen hit a a jumper to make it 47 each uh, just Mm -hmm. before the half ended. So I can't remember what it ended going into into halftime, but it was fairly even um, to start the game, if you like. I think after that, yeah, that third quarter was a bit all over the place for for Boston. Um, 40 to 16 in the fourth quarter is what sticks with me. Um, I don't know. I I think it's easy for the Warriors to kind of just brush it off. And a lot of their fans are kind of saying, oh yeah, the Hawthorne's not gonna have a game like that again. You know, neither is White. But at the same time, uh, they, they have been shooting well. They, they shot well in the Miami series, didn't they? Both White and and And, and I think in general, you're going to get games from the role players. You're probably not going to get another 3 or 17 game from Tatum. He tends to have a, a, a pretty decent bounce back after a bad shooting night. So, yeah, I, I, I personally wouldn't read all that much into the nonchalance of, of the Warriors. They're going to be like that. Um, I felt like they had to win both games at home um, because they were going to split. They're going to they're going to win one in 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 Boston. Let's be honest. But I felt like they had to, especially game one. They had to kind of pop Boston down. Don't make them think. Okay, cool. The series is up there for us to win. And to let them come back in that fourth quarter like that. All you're doing is basically giving them exactly that that level of confidence where they can think okay we can win this series um that's a bad loss for the Warriors a lot of people even going to game two people they might blow them out and people be like oh yeah that's exactly what we thought. fair enough but what I didn't think is it could be a long series if it's a long series I think the Celtics have this if it's a quick one
3: even with a game seven
1: even, even with, I think they do it again um I've called Celtics in seven I'm, I'm gonna stick with that I went with Warriors in five or Celtics and seven depend on game one and game two. But now that I've seen game one, I'm still interested in game two, of course. But Celtics have at the back of their mind now, like, OK, we can win this series. We've won that game. Can we win again in, in at, at chase? Yeah, we can. Can we do it four times as necessary? Yeah, we can. So let's see. But mm-hmm. all in all, that fourth quarter was very telling
3: for it. Yeah, I mean, obviously we hit everything. I think it was 9 of 11 at one point in threes and, and that's going to be disproportionate and stuff like that. Shaq, it's a big question before we go into finer details and maybe you can lead us with this. Like, If you are Golden State, they've, they've dismissed it as ah, nonchalance. What did you see that they will need to fix, need to correct, need to change in game two? Or is it now nah, we, were, we were up by 14 at the end of three, same old, same old, and they just, Bank on us not getting hot. And who do you need to see more from? Because Steph, Steph had as good a game, I think, as you're gonna really get from Steph. Like, and he just didn't have, especially when we were doubling a lot fourth quarter, getting more aggressive on stopping him, um, and uh turn the water off, as as Rick said in the chat last night. Who do you see as needing to step up? What do you see in needing to change based on what you saw with Golden State?
2: Um, well, knowing Golden State, they're not really gonna change much. Like, you know, they stick to their game plan and they think that their game, like if their game Plans out, they'll win. And to be fair, if the game did plan out, especially in that fourth quarter, they would have won. But again, you guys turn out, and they turn off the water basically. Um, so I don't think they're gonna change much. The person that you'd want to say could step up more is their third star, their leader. Because usually, a lot of people we kind of got it from Draymond yesterday, where they say, "Oh, he should shoot more." Well, why is he never getting points? But then yesterday he shot 12, 12 shots like he usually does, but. I think he shot was it sixteen percent, maybe twelve percent or something like that. You only need two. So Con Draymond, you you'd want more conversion, but again, a lot of his shots were open threes that he was just clanking. But if some of them go through, the, the game could be different. So if you want more more from one person, you could say maybe Clay, but we saw that Clay's bag is what we've always said it is: it's catch and shoot. So
3: and even Clay, like he shot okay numbers, like maybe he wasn't right. involved. Yeah, but there's even a oh, part. Like, well,
2: Oh, there's one part with Clay, I think it was the second quarter where Celtics were playing good defense on him. He had the ball with six seconds left. He actually tried, he tried to do like an isolation play, end up passing to Draymond with one second left to shoot. Like, of all people
3: to defer to, you <laughs> defer to Draymond rather than. Yeah, Dray- Draymond. I, lo- I looked at the numbers just like Draymond took four threes. Draymond has, I think, never scored more than two threes in a playoff game like in the last. Four years or something like that. Like, I know he can <laughs> score a few more in the postseason than he's used to, but he's taking four above the break threes and being like, "Yeah, they'll drop next time." I'm not sure they will. I think closer yeah. to the basket, yeah, he'll 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 do better. Um, he's good to he's he's happy. He's lucky if he gets one a game. Um, I think I got. I I've got think I was disappointed. Points. Go on.
0: I got well. First of all, Jeff, I'm interested why you think that uh, the series might be more five. Personally, I think five is, is too little. Whether you're or, or Celtics, five is basically a sweep. It's very hard to sweep someone in the playoffs after the first round,
3: even in the first round. I, so you're yeah, saying five, think five was... is
0: basically a sweep and one that's just one game where like, your legs are tied or whatever, you're just like, what, what? 3-1, 3-0, yeah, yeah. no, we'll just give it With to We're the
3: 3 them, up, we'll give them one.
0: Yeah, so the five, winning a five is basically a sweep. I can't ever predict really a sweep in the finals. Uh, and then the second thing is, yes, Curry had, uh what was it, 21 in the first quarter, but did he really have that great of an overall, like, yes, yeah, he went berserk in the first quarter. But looking at the stats now, he was 2 of 6 in the, two of six in the fourth. He was callous in the second quarter. And the second half, he was 5 of 14. Now, losing, you know, if you're, if you're up 10 and then you lose by 10, I'm not going to put that all on Curry. But what I am going to say is that, number one, the rest of the guys need to, needed to step up, the rest of the Warriors. And then, I see on Twitter a lot of people saying, you know, Curry didn't play Curry enough. He played 20 out of 28 minutes in the second half. You know, unless it's a game seven where, you know, Le- you know LeBron is going to play basically 47 and a half minutes. I-, I fail to kind of see how much more Kerr could have played Curry. Because, you know, on the-, on the other side of things, yeah. people say, well, you played six minutes game one of the finals. I why definitely, he, I definitely wasn't
3: watching it thinking, mate, I mean, I'm not a Warriors fan, obviously. So I was watching it through my hands, like looking at, hoping Derek White and Horford was going to make every shot. I definitely wasn't watching it thinking, oh... How's he bench Curry there? Like how? Like Curry's right. Curry, especially people, people, people take it for granted as well. When you're playing, like Curry is moving all the time. Yeah, Curry man. is going from corner <laughs> to corner, baseline to flipping, like, side intense, to side, bro. around
2: the perimeter, cutting, it's taking the away from where. When a player's hot, he benches him for a long time. Like he always does it. Like when Clay's hot, drop thirty-seven and a quarter, he benches Clay when when Steph's hot in the first quarter he benched him for the majority of the second and then he plays through and through for the. and even we said like he scored six points in the first quarter i mean six threes in the first quarter he he made seven threes out of 14 all game so it's like in that second half he played very bad but we're going to focus on the first quarter and that like, he got the most points for the team so
3: i think and and I, do, I will go back to i do think we played into his hands in that first quarter like as good as he's he's going to hit the shots you give him the shots you give him like one of them was like a, a, a early offense. He's trailing and he he stops at the uh, about the perimeter. As no one's picked him up. Horford's dropped off. Yeah, we played more really drop. Yeah, like we we, we we played more drop. I think than I've seen us do all playoffs. A little bit against Miami, but that's because it's Miami. No offense, Shack. Um, like this is Golden State. You're not gonna drop and just let them let them shoot and go the screens and stuff. And we were we were really daring them, and it felt a bit mad. Um, Fourth quarter, third quarter, we're making him, forcing him to drive a lot more, forcing him to put a lot more in his legs, forcing him to be crafty, forcing him to get between people, um, doubled him a lot more late. So I think it's valid. I think, I think, yeah, it's, it's tough when you look at the pure numbers. and oh, he was the highest scorer in the game and everything like that. But I think it is maybe valid that he didn't have as good a game as as people want to make out. And I do think that he could probably do a better job of bringing people into it. There were the big clay three in the fourth. Um it only really got to clay because Curry caught it curling out of the corner and Derek White had basically tipped it out of his hand and then the shot clock was winding it down and then and then yeah. Um Jeff, I'm gonna to come to you just quickly. Yeah, let, uh, let me let me clarify quickly. Greg, so when it came to
1: the the prediction, it wasn't so much a matter of thinking that the Warriors were gonna win in five. The way I kind of predicted it in my head was that all right, cool. If they win the first two games, they're gonna win one in Boston. That's 3-1 going into Game 5. They probably win Game 5, the likelihood of it. I mean, let's be real. We spoke. You mentioned that, obviously, a gentleman's sweep is near enough a sweep. And I hear you, but it depends on how it's played out. Like, no one really remembers the old 9 finals as a gentleman's sweep because Orlando could have won three games easily. However, yeah. everyone remembers uh, the 2014 finals as a sweep because, near enough, the Spurs won every game. Obviously, yeah. They, they 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 lost one, of course, but the four they won, they won pretty convincingly. And it was a
0: mm.
1: pretty straightforward series. So there's types of you know, four-one series. I just felt like maybe their legs after two first round oh, or two first round, two uh series, Game seven series so. in the second and, and the conference finals may weigh heavy if they lose the first two games, then from there are oh, they're really like behind, more so behind even at any point in any series so far. Young team, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's why I felt like Golden State had to win more so than than Celtics That's why I ended up going with Celtics in seven because that's why I believe more than anything. I felt like if the Warriors were gonna win the series, it probably be in five likelihood. They could still win it in six or seven, whatever it might be. But I felt like the likelihood was in five, where they win the first two, like in a flash, kind of like, oh, take it at home, as they have done all series, will all playoff long. Um, and then from there they're likely to win one in Boston because Boston are the kind of team that will drop one at home in the series. Um,
3: it's, it's funny you say that as well, Jeff. I was looking at some of the odds, like all the data stuff. And it's like, for Boston to win, there's people who have it in four, five and six. It's like an equal chance of 23% by all the models. Yeah. And then seven, it drops to like 11 because they just yeah. don't bank the, back the home court. So I get it. It's a way of winning. Just Jeff, on that though, um, last night's game, Hawford has 26. Mm-hmm. Tatum has 13 assists. Jalen Brown in the third quarter, or was it no? It was the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. Um, just yeah, basically put them on his on his back, really. Um, like he and the, what I loved about the buckets that he got is he got his first mid-range look at the fourth against Draymond. Then he stepped into into a three off the left wing against Paul, which is very much his shot. Then the next position he drove past or Porter Jr. and lobbed it up for Rob Williams. Like he was. He wasn't just, oh, I see Jordan Paul and I'm gonna eat. Like it was I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to everyone and, and score off it. Um yeah. didn't shoot great first three quarters and then fourth, he, he really came alive. Tatum obviously didn't score a point in the fourth, but got his last five assists, I think, in the fourth. Um and then Horford obviously was hitting every shot. Derek White, I think, was really big as well. Um who who was your kind of man of the match? Obviously, there's there's Steph as well to a degree, but who was your man of the match on the night? Uh
1: from all teams probably Hawford when you factor in the defense as well. Um, a lot of the threes he hit, I think the, the the threes he hit, I feel like they were the most clutch ones. He hit one at 106, 103, which I feel like when they took it to a six point game with like under four to go, I think it was. He then hit another jumper, um, at mid range on the baseline. And it was like, I, I feel like in key moments, he stepped up most as he has done all playoffs. Um, Going back to what you lot were saying about Steph, I feel like it's a bit harsh. And in the day, when you 12 or 25 in the in the finals game, what was it, 35 points, 34 points? It's not saying that you can't ask much more, but when he gets off to the start, he gets off to, which he does a lot actually. Steph is really hot in a lot of first quarters and then he will kind of like give you either a third or fourth. Um but I think he, he's done enough if you like on a balanced team to say, I've done my part. I, I kind of need everyone else to give me the, kind, the same kind of like double digit, you know, scoring that Boston got. You see what I'm saying? You know, um, I mean, I know he got 20 and he got another... Go on.
0: This, uh, this uh, I was committing a cardinal sinner Watching uh what is it? Not ESPN First Eight, the other one with Nick Wright the other day when I was in the yeah. gym. And those that know me now, I never watched the NBA media, but I was on the gym and the treadmill and I was bored. And uh Nick Wright was making the point of where is the scoring gonna come from on on this Warriors team? Because obviously, you know, Curry is Curry cool. We want Finals MVP, he averaged 30, 35. Okay, cool. Clay is not what he used to be, he's older. Draymond is allergic to offense outside of passing. Paul is is averaging 18, this playoffs but averaging 14 over the last two rounds. Wiggins is, you know, Wiggins sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not. So yeah. really offensively, this Warriors team is is. Good, but I would say inconsistently good. But you, you can, you can make that same Celtics. argument for the
2: Celtics now. 100%. You
1: because can make
0: that argument for the Celtics, but I think they're still a bit more well rounded. You think so? Hawford can, Hol- can contribute offensively. Uh, Tatum I think a good way of putting
3: it, a good way, Greg, is if you take Tatum and Curry away, then where do you yeah. rank the next guys?
0: Yeah. And then the second point I was going to say is their journeys to the finals. I think this is the first year that you can say the East has been stronger than the West. And I think when you look at the Warriors' journey to the finals, not to take anything away from the Warriors, they went through a Nuggets team that was missing what um, what's his Port- name now, Murray, Murray and Porter Jr. They went through a uh, Grizzlies team where Morant was out for the last three games, mm-hmm. I believe, and then he faced uh, Mavs team which is just basically Luca and some subway workers. So you look at the Celtics; they went through KD and Kyrie. Okay, it's so a top-heavy Nets team, but still, you know, two you know top 25, top 30 players. They went through. Yanis uh, in the Bucks, okay. Middleton was out, but I would. St- if you take Yanis away from that Bucks team and you take John Run away from that Grizzlies team, I'll take the Bucks over the Grizzlies. Nah, uh, Greg, what you're doing here is your. Wait wait, you at, at right, right. wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. you look bro, at the Heat but, team. Middleton, bro, they were struggling. They no, were bro, like a recreation you bucket, Giannis, they were not but, making no buckets, bro. And Middleton, mm. no way. Come on, bro. I love Ken, okay. but come on, bro. You okay, saw cool. that guy, bro. There was some. I'll give you, games I'll give you the I'll give you the Grizzlies. Like...
0: I'll give you the I'll give you the Grizzlies over the Bucks. But for me, experience factor, I'll take the Bucks. Because they're the defense. Yeah, no, on, on the the that's
1: that's not in question. My only point on is... Greg's point though,
0: I, I, and like, short, it's, sorry, sorry, the final point is then oh. they had the heat in the Eastern Conference. So I think actually the Celtics have had to deal with uh better teams, more well rounded teams, more experienced teams en route to the finals. And they displayed that, I think, greatly in game one.
3: I think what the Celtics have definitely had to deal with is better defenses, nets notwithstanding. Like Bucks and Heat are tough to score against. Bucks and their drop and Giannis and everything. Heat are just cockroaches. Don't go away. Um, and 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 you could argue Durant, Giannis and Butler and everything like that. But going back to the thing about this series, because I think we I think with things being so match up dependent, like we could get lost in other series. I think Greg, your point about scoring is is an interesting one because take Curry and take him away. Like then, who's next on the Warriors? Is it Paul or Clay against Jalen Brown? Probably take, as a bucket getter, purely you, you go Brown. I'll then go Brown. you go third down, and to be honest, like I think Marcus Smart is an underrated driver. He can get hot, and then okay, yeah, then Clay and Wiggins and and Paul start coming in, but then Hawford can get points inside. Um, and then you got Grant Williams, Payton Pritchard, all these people who can shoot well. From this I is want to where you
1: guys them. are going to be in for a shocking game two. And yeah. this is what the Warriors fans are talking <laughs> about when they're saying that you guys are maybe. Let, let's not let's not overreact to 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 game one then, because what you guys are doing is overreacting to game one. Now all no, these guys. My prediction was no 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 but no. Way. The likelihood of them doing it
3: isn't No no. That high. Will, Will, Williams, Pritchard, Horford. Have basically shot 40% a regular season or playoffs this year. They will hit their freeze. Derek White is probably more unsustainable, but then he's had his Fred Van Vliet since his baby's born. He's hitting everything. I do get you, but I think Tatum Brown, I think Smart is an underrated offensive player. And I think I think, yeah, we'll level out. Like we're not gonna ever have a 9-11 quarter again, shooting wise. But I think the fact that we did and got a win, if we had done that and not got a win, it would have been a disaster. You'd have been um, deflated. Massively, but just let me let me come to you, Shaq. About we're talking scoring. Jordan Paul, um, he's been like the story of this playoffs for Golden State. Everything like that yeah, looks great. Based on last night, I'm not even sure how many minutes he can really be trusted with in this series defensively, unless he is giving you everything on the I other end. I
1: said that the other day. By the way, that's what I want to say. Yeah.
3: Uh, and uh, and this might be your opportunity, Shaq, to put... Because everyone's forgotten Tyler Herro. Jordan Poole's the new shiny thing. So do you think that's... Uh, uh, to be honest, and I'm talking to you, Shaq, as a Heat fan, because you've seen this Celtics team in clutch moments, in crunch time, when you have people like Struess on the floor who can get targeted and, and Hero in the first game or so, um, Robinson, when he played. Like, do you think at this level... Paul can afford to have big, big minutes? Because I don't... I think Kerr's toy with it a little bit. Like, Iguodala probably got too many minutes that he should have out there. They need to go small at times to to match us in terms of the scoring. How do you think Paul's future in this series
2: looks? Well, he got minutes because of experience. And, like, he was there setting tempo throughout parts of the game. But with Paul's minutes, they kind of need him to. But this is the thing about having, like, the guy that's on your team as your sixth... Your sixth man, basically... Be nothing but an ISO bucket girl. You've seen it with Jordan Poole this year. We've had our spell with Tyler Harrow. And another person, Jordan Clarkson, started off the year, amazing, dropping 24, 25s, like hitting threes, threes, threes. But when they don't fall, when the intensity rises, Jordan Poole came from the G League. This is his first big run that he's done. And the lights are shining. Can you do it? I don't think he can. I don't think he's going to step up every single game now and get buckets because these lot know when the bench unit comes out, he's the person. He's that guy. Usually a lot of teams were like, oh, okay, let him ISO and see if he can put one defensive player. You think Celtics are gonna do that? And again, the defensive player you're gonna put on him is a uh, Grant Williams, like who's got size and also he's quite good defensively. It's not gonna it's not gonna work out the same way. Like still the Celtics would give a good defensive plan for that. Whereas a team like the Grizzlies, they're young and they're not really the best defensively, they were never gonna give you that. The the Denver Nuggets, I don't even know how many good defenders they have on that team. Like it was a different yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, what? if this, yeah. but now yeah, I think
3: Paul's really important, like because he's he, important to him. he's important to the
2: Warriors. But will he be a, a key person to them? He needs to what be. I mean. I he, think he needs to, to be out. so. Yeah, what,
1: what I was going to, if I can, is um, so I'm looking at the box score now, and I may have overrated um, Golden State's scoring prowess. Um, <laughs> what I will say is, I think if this series is gonna. If they continue to play Looney and Green, I think they're going to struggle. From your right, front this is court, this is
3: a big thing, by the way. because yeah, they were and, killing that's, us that's on second chance points. Pull back
1: into it, and I think when you when you mentioned Paul not playing a big part in the series, I did think that because of his defense, he may struggle to. However, I think mm-hmm. Kerr's got a big decision on his hand. I don't think you can go getting eight points from your front court, who both get a, a combined Green played thirty-eight minutes, Looney played twenty-five. Like I Paul played that same number, and I think maybe you look to insert Paul into the starting lineup, even if he only plays like I don't know the first six minutes of the first quarter, whatever it might be. You know, obviously, in the finals, everyone plays a bit longer, but if you cut his minutes, however, you have to cut it, so be it. I don't know if you can rely because, yeah, now, now the way the matchups are, I don't think the, the worries go back to now being Steph and Then not that much scoring outside of him against the Celtics because of how well they match up. Um, but then with, that... with
3: Looney, Looney first half was unbelievable, by the way. Yeah, like, Looney but killed he, he what he so
1: he was really good, bro. But again, that was more on the defensive end. Like when you're getting one out of four field goals from him, I don't want to sound like Stephen A and these guys just reading out of the box score, but at the same time, it's just not enough because we're debating step, we're debating Steph. Hold on, we're debating Steph right now, but when all of a sudden done, he gave thirty four points and twenty five shots, and the only guy that gave him twenty points outside of that was Those Wiggins. Who can do what you're talking about when it comes to smart? By the way, he's kind of underrated offensively. Like Wiggs has like a, a an underrated bag, but they got that out of him in game one and still lost like pretty comfortably in the end. I don't know if even if he gives you that kind of scoring again, you can get fifteen
3: out of K, which I think. These days is pretty decent. Six out of fourteen from Clay. You can't really argue. Yeah, you can't What's argue with it. It's, it. He's on the peripherals a bit, but it's not on, like Clay's a catch and shoot guy coming off the screen. screens. His job to make. Yeah, it, him, he, did, he yeah, himself actually, on the game like that. Weekends point, yeah, as well. Yeah. I think. I think Wiggins, I think you got a good point there about him him having 20. He didn't shoot well from three, but he never is. But good range game. Got, got some layups or some good movement. But I think his defensive load is going to get higher and higher this series yeah. goes on as well. So that's that's a that's a tough thing to bank on. And then the pool thing, man. Like, I'm sure he'll have one hot game in it, and everyone will be like, ah, oh, fucking told you. But they have an interesting decision to make there. And I think that's the one thing. I don't know if it's a disadvantage. I don't know if it's a it's a good advantage. I don't know if it's an advantage or disadvantage. We know what our rotation is, bam. He, he, uh, Udoka tried Tice in the first half for a few minutes, it was a disaster. He got him out, he got a three, though. Good for him, yeah. He um, gave him a three, and he, yeah. And he was brave to put um, Pritchard in there later, and that gave us some real, real space. In for me, part of the reason he trusted putting Pritchard in was pool. If you don't have pool on the floor, you can't play Pritchard because of size. Whereas Kerr now he goes away from game one, um, and he has all these questions about did I give Iggy. Too many minutes at 12 and value the experience too much. Does Moses Moody or Kuminga need to come in more because they have the athleticism? Uh, Kuminga will not have the jump shooting, but he'll do more than pull defensively. The Looney and Draymond thing killed us on the boards, but double big lineup when we go small with White and Smart at the backcourt and go quick. I think Kerr maybe has more options, but more decisions to make that can go wrong, if that makes sense. Were, we're, Iggy, we're Iggy and
0: Draymond on the court at the same time
3: in the second half? I think they were. I think I think Iggy and Dr- I think Iggy took minutes from Looney, um, and and Iggy Iggy hit a couple shots, but he didn't look good for me. Like well, he even is, got is, Peyton Pritchard in a post up, and and I, 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 I don't, don't, I don't, yeah, know. I remember that. Yeah, too much. I really don't. When, when, when <laughs> was the last time Igudala played?
0: Bro, I don't even know. In the, I, I'll be in honest. I wish finals. we had me nee
3: here as the Golden State uh cons- correspondent, but I don't see those minutes. But that's straight away. That's the decision. Isn't it? You got Kuminga, You got. When when it's something like this, when it's a finals, what do you think is a better precedent based off of history? Anyone is having that set seven and eight that you're like, boom, we're gonna run these into the ground, we know everyone, da da da, or having that nine and a bit a few more unknowables.
0: No, you run you run with a short shorter rotation, man. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah I so that's you what have, you see from ninety percent of coaches come playoff time is the rotation gets shorter.
1: Yeah, but I mean, in saying that, listen. Again, even even off memory, Iggy played like 10 minutes. There wasn't anything like crazy. Um, I know Otto gave them like 20, 23, 24, 25. You know what I'm saying? Then you got, the by 25. the way, for
3: everyone, for everyone talking with Jeff about uh, oh, Horford can't shoot like that again, Otto Porto went like. 5 of 5 or 5 of 6 or something. And you know, four I didn't say
1: Hawthorne can't shoot like that again. again. No, no,
3: no, no, no. But I'm just saying the Warriors fans who were talking about like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Fair enough. Fair and, enough.
3: The, and the thing about shooting, shooting sustainability, it only has to be three more games. That's the other thing. But Otto Porter well, was really good. I mean, and, I mentioned that you, it's not guaranteed that you get 20 points from Wiggins again. Yeah, So that's and, even and why... I, I think, think Otto that. was really good last night as well. But Yeah,
1: he, he, he played well, Otto. Um, but yeah, I mean, both teams kind of went with like an eight-man rotation. I don't think it was anything where... Um, either team like uh, the whole Warriors being deep thing I think is kind of overstated they kind of go with the same guys like Toscan Anderson's not played much Damian Lee got minutes in the conference finals but I can't remember much before that uh, Moses Moody sometimes got minutes as like a matchup kind of guy but again not really much Kuminga had to because they lacked athleticism I think Bialiccio was always going to get minutes because he's experience and has played well in the regular season for them and
3: I think Gary he just, Payton Jr. to come back. Although Gary Payton Jr. as good a defender he is, he's broken his shooting elbow. So I don't know how much they really want to risk that. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. He didn't play uh in his first game. Yeah, and they like dressed him up and made a big thing about oh yeah 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 but yeah. I don't know. Um all right so Greg you 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 and Shaq as well really like as as the two, even with a Celtics fan recording this, you're probably the two biggest Tatum fans on on this pod. Didn't have a good, didn't have a great night. I think he he got the ball in kind of funny spots. He didn't really get it high enough to really drive. When he did, it was successful. Um, I think there was times where he had a mismatch against, against Steph and just didn't take advantage of it as well. Um, even missing his first two free throws is mad uncharacteristic for him. And that showed a little bit of, Little bit of nerves, maybe, of him being 24 in his first finals. Um, do you think they can throw enough looks at him that is going to fluster him, or is this his one game out of the system and then boom, and he's rolling? And 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 what do you think would be the best way to stop him if he does start getting hot? See, like, I think that
2: they'll throw more looks at him and he might even get flustered again. You have smart people like Draymond that can get you at your game and whatever, but. As I said, like in the last pod, when after we, after the game seven loss um, to the Celtics from Miami, is that the big thing about Tatum is that he's matured a lot as a player. Where the tub the double teams come in, I'm gonna pass, and it's it's an instant reaction now that he knows that the correct basketball play is to pass out of that double team rather than taking a shot. For example, in your seventeen and zero run, I think the third bucket was him driving against two people, and typically you'd think he's gonna do his spin mid range, spin around mid range pull up or he's going to just try and drive and get the foul and do like a drive to the try, drive to the hoop and try and get the layup and get a foul with it. But quick, um, I think it's a jump shot that, that Jeff was talking about. He literally saw Hawford open, instant pass to him, baseline, pull up, mid-range, done. And that is a big part of his game. Like now he's not a playmaker, but he doesn't mind deferring his points for the right play. And I think it's a good thing for the Celtics. So I don't think he had a bad game just because he didn't get, get points like that. Like, he didn't drop buckets on buckets on buckets. But at the same time, if you see the maturity in his game, it was, it was quite pleasant to see. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think Tatum is not a uh, a quote-unquote natural playmaker for a guy of his size. I think every game you see, like, a, a turnover from you, think, like, OK, yeah, this, this guy is not a point guard at all. But saying that, his passing has improved uh, over the last couple of seasons, especially this season. His vision is a lot better. He's quicker with his passes. And so yeah, cool. He had a game where he shot what was it, three of seventeen. You know, it's not the first time we've someone shoot, you know, terribly in the finals. The difference is, like I mentioned, his playmaker. And we know he's a he's a great defender as well. He was even on curry in a couple of possessions fourth quarter. Um, so yeah, I don't think he's gonna shoot this badly again. If it does end up that he has a, ser- a series where he shoots, you know, 39, 40, 41% from the field, okay, cool. But I still think he'll contribute in other ways. Um and yeah, I definitely think he shoots better at home. And like you said, he's, he's twenty-four years old in his first finals game. It's not the uh, you know, it's, it's not a. It, it's, it's, it's understandable poor shooting that, Let's be it
3: that way. Yeah, yeah, and and I think I think defensively as well. Even with the thirteen assists, I think defensively he was outstanding as well. I think that was probably the bit that really salvaged his game, even if the other stuff didn't fall. Um, Open question as well right I, I've come in for some shit on Twitter for this because I came into this postseason not sure about Brown being a number two on a title team um now he's hitting massive shots all playoffs the handle wasn't too bad last night where he didn't get into too much trouble where do pe- where are people having having Brown at the moment and and in quarters like the fourth yesterday, where 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 people got with him? I know Jeff like I know you balked last season at the idea of him being mentioned in the same uh, breath as Brandon Ingram. So
2: Brown Brown as a number two in the league, he's probably one of the best number twos you can get in the league. Far like your ads and your Kyrie's or whatever. How many players that that played the second fiddle in a team can you hold can hold a light to Jalen Brown?
3: Yeah, I think, that, to be honest, after I got criticized for it, I started going through the list. And I was like, OK, cool, yeah, he's, he's top half. But I just want a title team. Like, can it just be a person who's all about catch, get, bucket? He's defensively been OK. Or or does he need to... Do you, is that something that Golden State go to next game where they're like, OK, cool, now we're going to throw looks at him? And does he struggle with that? Is that something that you see as an me,
2: The more looks you throw at him... The more looks you don't, you're not throwing at Tatum. The more looks you're not throwing at Smart, and that's a good thing about having a good structured team. Like you can throw looks at Brown, but how often does he have the ball and pound it for for twenty seconds? Barely. It's it's, and that's kind of what
1: I want to come into, if you don't mind, Shaq. When it comes to when it comes to Brown being the one A one B whatever blah blah blah. Like I think Tatum is the clear one A. Like the clear best player on the team, and I don't think it's a 1A-1B thing. I think it's a clear one A. No, not one A. I think it's just a clear number one guy. What I think yeah, I agree. so what it is with with JB is that I think because the Celtics have become such a well-rounded team, what's happened is that him being like the number two option makes a lot more sense in the sense that like he can have these games where he goes off. But in the first place, for instance, if you like, you know, he got 20 whatever points out of, of, of Horford and then, you know, Tatum was having a bad shooting night but then still gave them 13 assists. You know what I'm saying? Like, what it is isn't that, falling on to Shaq's point, the Celtics are such a, such a well-rounded team that it's no longer like a Kyrie-KD thing and then like, okay, can you carry like a team that's probably a bit abject outside of those two guys? Like, what it is is that, the Celts are so well-rounded that Brown is allowed to kind of grow,
3: make the mistakes he can make sometimes. I think he's been quite locked in defensively, these yeah, playoffs. He's, he's, to be honest, he's been, he's been good, these playoffs. I was worried, especially with the motion of Golden State, but he's been good. And um, this isn't a knock on him as a player. Like I've always said,
1: like Jalen's Jaylen, a really good talent. Like I think what happens is that, for instance, he can have the games like come and walk. I think it was the Heat series. He had a,
3: like a 40 point game, you know, lost that yeah. But
1: outside the shooting, everything else just- The one was... that
3: Stephen A called the worst 40, yeah, yeah, 40 yeah. point game. Yeah, yeah. He kind
1: of, got tripped <laughs> about eight times in that game. And it's like, he has those games where because he's actually like a really talented scorer, um, it can kind of like override the rest of his game if it's a bit shaky. Um, I think in the traditional one-two punch sense, <laughs> it was a bit awkward in the sense that he could have games where he would just be like abject but i think the way the team works now like how all the parts kind of like fit if you like it allows Mm. brown to be who he is right now which is kind of like it's almost like a flash scorer sometimes like he can just be allowed to get hot like all right cool yeah you're going off go off i think if the warriors make that same if they decide all right cool well jb is the guy we're just going to let go off and then see if the rest of the guys can beat us. That's kind of what I mean by the Celtics being so well-rounded that if they choose to go with that, they're in trouble because then you're kind of like giving, you know, JT open looks and you're giving smart a smarter chance to get his 20 point game in the series. And you're, you're giving for the chance to boss up again. Do you see where I'm coming from? So, mm-hmm. so much of it comes from the Celtics just being the team they are, as opposed to a traditional, you're our two best players, he's our clear best player, but you're not far behind. Can you guys carry us to a chip? They're not having to carry the Celtics, if that makes any sense.
2: I also think that what I like about JB is that when in his game, he doesn't look like he's trying to prove a point that he's that guy. Yeah. It's not like he could do 6 ISO plays back to back to back and show you that i still got his talent in it. So, oh, is it my turn? Let me do something. Uh, Oh, my turn again. Uh, Let me do something. So he puts his play in, like, even down to yesterday, You lost, Steph hit a stupid three, a stupid three um, over Smart. In the first, I think it was that like first quarter. Yeah, stupid. Cool, yeah. And then he came down, done a dirty block, ran up the court, put put a layup, and in it dunked and, it. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, like, yeah. That, that's, that's what you're doing. You someone. who was
1: it?
0: I think it was Looney with a block. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just one of those exactly. Uh, furthering on, T- Tatum and Brown have probably, I think, one of the best relationships in the league, where they're both at this stage where it's like. Okay, cool. If Tatum has an off night, then Brown can look like he's the Batman for one yeah. game. And he is, it's become actually so predictable over the last two seasons to the point where, like, if you remember, uh, yes, towards the end of last season, or even in, even during last season, like, Brown would have like 37, and like, without fail, next game, Tatum would have 40. It's like they're just taking it in turns to see <laughs> who can be the, uh, who can be the better player. Wow. Mm-hmm. Really uh, like even it. with the, even with the Miami series, uh, in our group, Jeff, um, I woke up and saw the, uh, that, that Tatum has struggled. I said to myself, yeah, I bet Brown had 40. And lo and behold, he had 40 that game. They, I mean, yeah. they lost, but it was just like, that was my first reaction. Like, okay, cool, I know Brown went off. And uh, like Shaq was saying, he doesn't force the issue. He just recognises like the moment and it's like, okay, cool. Tatum is struggling. It gives me free reign to, you know, take a few more shots. And if they work seamlessly, I think, great together.
1: What, what, what these things come down to is ultimately chemistry. I think a lot of chemistry is forced. Like I'm not saying KD and Kyrie is forced because they're actually boys, but I saw a picture of that was on Jalen's Insta from like six years ago, where him and Brown, uh, him and him and Tatum, look like absolute boys, bro. They're in the crowd somewhere. I can't remember where else, but I, no, remember
3: I, I think it, I, I know it's from 2014 or something, like, it's, and they're in high school. Oh, yes, yeah, bro. It's mad. So it's like
1: when you have those kind of nurtured relationships, yeah,
3: you don't care about what gets said in
1: in 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 the public realm. And what happens is that actually between the two of you we have like a natural understanding of like who might be like, I'm sure JB looks at JT and says, I hate you, bro. You're the guy, you're the guy in it, but mm. I can do my thing as well. And JT. I think they even
3: like, mentioned, yeah, bro, they, you can they definitely keep mentioning, um, they keep mentioning like this RJ Barrett buzzer beat as the lowest point of the season. It's so funny that losing to the Knicks is your rock bottom that you are to come <laughs> back from. It did look tight though. It did look tight. I remember that the the, mor- the morning after. I remember you fell asleep at half-time and you mm. could not believe that I saw lost. your messages come through. You couldn't believe we lost that game. But I think after that game, I think Tatum spoken about. It, they kind of looked at each other like, "Do you like? Is this cool? Like, is mm. everything good? Like, do you want to be here? Do I want to be here?" Do you remember that all was, of
1: our discussions uh, about whether they need like a, a playmaker in between them?
3: Well, I think about smart is a big reason them. about why. Yeah, it works.
1: No, I was so I was just about to say,
0: what I, I said in the last said. season they need. They needed up yeah. blocking second defence and so on, and they needed a player. And Robert Williams has gone from a bench guy to a starter to, what was the All-NBA second-team defence this year? The second team, yeah, yeah. Right? So, and has become their full-time point guard, averaging a great number of assists a game, and Tatum a step up his playmaking. So two so things I, that I said at the end of last season they needed, they've actually yeah. fixed, and lo and behold, they're in the
1: finals. I, I've always had to hold my hands up as well, because I was always sceptical. I remember when you used to say a lot about, Smart being, like, the the playmaker on this team. And I used to be so sceptical, but not that he can't pass, but I used to kind of say, he's a very talented passer, but he's also very careless with the ball sometimes. Mm. And I used to say all the time, like, I'd wake up sometimes, watch a... a Smart might have had eight assists, but he also had, like, five turnovers. And you're like, can that guy be your genuine playmaker? And I have to hold my hands up because one thing I like about how he playmakes is that it's not just about what he does with the ball in his hands, it's also about what he does with his brain... And it's, like, how he moves around the court. Playmaking is not just about what you do with the ball in your hand. Like, it's mm. how you can get Steph getting hockey assists because, you know, of how he moves around the court and what have you. And Smart, with his mouth alone, was so big on ball movement and player movement mm. that I think it's just stuck in the minds of these was, boys. There was,
3: there was a couple of plays last night that stood out on that, right? So the Horford, like, mid-range, that baseline mid-range one, he got off the time the timeout that you mentioned. What him, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Tatum was the one who drove it, and look, it's an after it's an ATO play. I'm sure it was drawn up this way, but like, it's not always you get a point guard who wants to do Smart's role in that. Smart was actually in that little dunker spot when when the ball was inbounded, mm. and then he's just charged out of it, set a slip screen for Tatum, and scream for it as a pick and pop as a decoy, and like be like, yeah, 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 and that's what opened that space up. Yeah, for Hawthorne. Hawthorne. yeah. Twice late in the game as well. Smarts come set screens, spin off for like the pick and pop. And like, he's just so willing to do that. And, and and that's allowed to, uh, there was one as well, late, late, late garbage time by this point, but it was a nice way to, to get across uh, out of the blitz for Tatum where smart comes, sets the screen, they double Tatum and then Tatum just puts it over the top to smart. And then all of a sudden now it's our point guard with the ball playing, uh, four V three. So, so little, yeah. little things like that have been big. All right. So we'll wrap it r- roughly now. We've, we've seen game one, it's not obvious, yeah. it's not gonna, it's not gonna be over, obviously. Like all the golden state lot in the chat this morning, Ira and, and seven that like, already like oh, I fucking told you it's like bro, it's one 0 typical, like, typical, they love but... it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's a lot of adjustments I think that will get made here and there. Like, I'll, I'll be interested to see what the minutes look like. I'll be interested to see big performances from people like clay wiggins Paul to respond to this. Getting game one is big, but it doesn't really count for much if if you it's just like game one one feels bigger when it's 1-1 but 1-1 uh, 1-0 1-1 is kind of like part it's like what you need to carry it forward how do you lot see series going now especially after we've seen a game like this is the big thing with all these predictions and stuff we're saying it hypothetically especially east and west they only play each other twice and people are out and all now we've seen it. We've seen the matchups. We've seen how they want to defend Tatum. We've seen how we skip the ball round to get the freeze. We've seen people go under on Curry and him just have free free reign at shooting anything. We've seen Draymond probably be colder than he's gonna be again. We've seen Looney dominate the boards, killed us. Is there anything that stood out to you that you think from last night to rap, both of you just, just have one? Um last night, anything that stood out that you think is gonna be really significant with a series moving forward?
0: I think I, I was I was I was like I was try to be uh, neutral or talk from as if I'm a fan of both sides. So if you're a Warriors fan, you say, okay, cool. Curry had, uh, you know, 35, a good game or whatever. The Celtics got hot. I don't see that happening again. Uh, I think Clay steps up. I think Draymond steps up. We have 123 games of Finals experience compared to the Celtics zero. So yeah, you blow it off and say, cool. They got the first game, but we're definitely going to win Game Two and probably the series. If you're a Celtics fan, you say, cool, we went in there, we won game one, we had less rest than the Warriors, uh, take some shot as badly as you can, and we still walked away with a, with, with a W. Uh, with two of the next three games being in Boston, you probably like your chances. Um, I said before the series, I thought I Jeff did, I said, after the first two games, there's 1-1, and that's winning series So for me, I think... Not looking at it from the Warriors side or not looking at it from the Celtic side, I think just as a neutral, as a as someone removed from both teams, I would almost guarantee that the Warriors win Game Two. I, I'm sorry, I can't see a situation where they uh, where they lose both two at home. So I don't know what's going to happen. Whether Curry goes for for forty plus, whether Clay goes for thirty or something, but I would I would almost guarantee that the Warriors manage to win Game Two.
3: Yeah, I, I, I get you uh, as you expect, Jeff. Anything that stood out that you think is going to be significant moving forward? Um.
1: I mean, there's so many little narratives and what have you can make. I'm trying to, short of saying I don't want to look silly at the end of anything, more than anything, I'm just trying to give both teams as much grace as possible and not just kind of like call it based on one game. Um, What I will say is for the people that are, like you said, yes, for the people that are sure that, you know, why... Hawford, etc., etc., aren't going to have the games that they had again. They've had those games, and they've had them recently in the Miami series, in particular. So it's not like it's new to them. It's not like they're flash games or they're they're random, you know, end of the bench kind of guys. They're they're fully rotation guys that mean a lot to this team, and they got what you're meant to get from your role plays to win a game, especially when one is off. Um, I think this actually probably gives the Celtics a better chance if everyone's scoring the way they scored yesterday. Um, and Tatum's probably scoring a bit less. I don't know what that would mean for him. As far as finals MVP is concerned, but for the Celtics, yeah, as a their, their scoring is best when everyone is scoring, if that makes any sense. I mean, all teams are like that, of course, but particularly the Celtics, I feel like when you get 20 from him and 20 from him, 18 from him and what have you, that's... That's when they're at their best. So far as like they're really hard to beat because you're going to get defense from them anyway. Um But yeah, I guess if you're a Warriors fan, you can comfort yourself and say, "All right, cool. You're not going to get 26 again. Likely from Horford, you might get 15, but you know does that mean that you're then going to get another
3: 21 from White, whoever it might be? Who knows? Hawford's um, scoring does as as series go on. It does drop. Like the the series do get to him, and I think Brooklyn he started with. 25 and 30 or so, or Miami started with 30. Like he does score highest early, so he's gonna need a, a big Tatum jump and maybe Grant Williams so, to a few from the corner and stuff. But well, what
1: it is with that is that even if they have those games, like even if you just call it like a one off game for them scoring wise or two off, wherever it might end up being, where they'll get another one off or two off in that regard is from their defense. Their defense alone can win them a game or turn yeah. this series. And what I think and why I always said I feel like the Warriors had to win both games was just because I feel like the Celtics are, they're, they're like a team that they grind it out, but I think they grind out based on almost, this is a bit of a paradox, but they grind out almost based on the way where they get hot. They get hot in the game where they, they start to make shots and they start to realise, oh, we can win this game. They've done that for game one. I think there's any game in the series now that they're liable to do that for again, um, and they only have to do it three more times. They only have to get one game from Tatum where he goes off and he wins them a game by himself. They only have to get another game where their defence does it. I think on top of that, if you're now the Celtics and you look at the Warriors, they have their big choices to make. Like you said, yes, Kerr's got big choices so far as lineup what is he going to do? I think Paul has to come in personally. That's just my opinion. Um, well, that's what but, that's what
3: someone messaged me today. This first thing, like my bread, only you know, watches. He was like, "Paul's got to start." Yeah, and but I was it, just it, like, "That's only." I don't know if, if he's you're getting, putting, you're six... putting your hope in a guy that was in the G
0: League nah, last like, this time it. last year. I, not, but not it's not even even, even I if get he's, it, he, I get it, he's. But even if the score
1: hope. is fully legit, yeah, just you're not. He be picked on, bro. Yeah, he can be picked on, but you're not putting your hope in him. What you're doing is you're just opening the floor up a bit more. You're just giving other looks to guys. Where Paul, if you get like one of those games where Paul gives you 25 points, but he's a, a, only like a plus two or plus three, that still helps them, if that makes any sense. Mm. It's a lot better than if he's coming off the bench, he's giving them, I don't know what he gave them yesterday, nine points, whatever it was. Um, and it's like ultimately you need more from him, but if you're going to get that whilst he's coming off the bench, I'm not so sure because there's matchups that probably don't favor him as much. And the Warriors actually need him in that team, I think. To offset the fact that your front court's going to give you sub 10 points, otherwise, you can't win games like that because it, it leaves too much for both Clay and Steph to do. And if Clay and Steph both go off, that probably means that Wiggins is going to have like a 10 point game. So if you're getting 30 and 30 from Clay and Steph, that's still not going to be enough to beat a well rounded Celtics team. Does that make any sense? Like you need to get 20, 20, 20 from as many guys as possible, which means yeah. I think Paul has to start. Even if you he know, still you know gets
0: five is, minutes. You just have to start open it up a bit more. With the with the Warriors of old, right, the KD Warriors and even the the pre KD Warriors, the way obviously they they weren't really beaten much, but the way to 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 beat them or the way to uh, contend with them was through yeah. defense, not through offense. Yeah, and with the Warriors team that I have to say offensively not as good as, as prior years that we've seen, facing Celtics team which is probably or arguably be the best defensive team in the league, yeah. and they have a well rounded offense. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a long series.
1: Yeah, I mean, what happened yesterday is that it looked like um, a lot of Warriors fans were upset with Kerr for leaving Steph out for periods that you both have spoken about. But what it was more than anything was Paul was out there when he shouldn't have been when he was stinking up like his plus minus. I didn't even need to check, but I just checked it now minus nineteen. So he was that bad with nine points. If he gives, if he's on the floor at the same time, however, with Steph, Clay, and what have you, I think you're less likely to have that negative effect just because he's out there with other guys that can help him not, more. Not that only makes sense. Thing though,
3: yeah, is if he comes in, he comes in for Looney, right? Yeah. So then you've got Steph and you've got Paul. Yeah. And then, okay, cool. Clay Wiggins, Clay and Wiggins. Clay maybe not staying in front of guys like he did and then the guard disparity in terms of physicality of smart and white against Paul and Steph and them, Well, having that's where you make adjustments in the drives. game, yeah. yeah. I just, I just think game. I think that I think you're right in that that's his biggest call to go even if it's not fully small. If it's like Porter, like it's a yeah. bit more shooting than Looney, but he's got this it's halfway there with the size. Um, I think one of the yeah, you're right, it could be it, Otto. it could be Otto at the yeah, four. I think it? I think you mentioned it, with, as well. Greg, Greg touched on it there with like okay, cool, and, and you both have really and how rounded it is. That one of the things that is kind of being forgotten. In this 17-0 run. It's only a 17-0 run if you do the job on both sides. And yeah. um, like they proper turn they proper turn the the war off, man. Like Derek White was great. Pritchard stayed in front of, of Paul and Curry on like subsequent possessions. Um uh there was one where Pritchard stayed in front of Curry, Curry forced the pass out to Clay, he then couldn't get past Brown, and then they did, Wiggins didn't even try with Tatum, and then it was a Draymond three, and that was one you felt they had to get. And I just feel like, yeah, you're right. It's, it, I think that's the call, is, is do they add pool to just be able to get past guys that much better, um, but then worry about what they give up on the other end. But but we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got this because I think it makes it a much more interesting series, as well as me just being a fan. Like, If they'd won it, it kind of would have been like, all right, cool. We all expected that. But for them to be one down, I think we're going to see a big reaction. I think um, definitely makes the second game massive because if they drop a two at home, that would be shocking. Um, well, I oh, don't
1: yeah, think it would be that shocking. But that's that's kind of what... Two at I, home. Come on. So, okay, what was my... What, do you remember my initial pick with Celtics in six, right? Six or seven, yeah. The first, first pick, and you were like, are you sure? And then you guys kind of like spoke in the group chat the following day, and I remember you asked me again, okay, what's your pick? And I went with Celtics and seven. Or worries in five, no, I'm going with Celtics in seven. The so wasn't, was it, Celtics... wasn't
3: it you saw, you heard Draymond sound like he'd watched all the film and you were like, oh, it might be long.
1: Yeah, it might be long. So the reason I went with Celtics in six was actually because I thought they were going to win the first two games in Oracle. Oh, not Oracle, Chase, I don't know. Um, I felt like if they did that, because I've kind of always put, how I've always broken it down in my head, obviously it can go 1-1, uh, 2-0, 0-2, whatever it might be. But the two most likely um things for me in this series, based on my pick in particular, were Celtics O2 or uh a split. And that's why I've continued to say that I felt like Golden State had to win both games at home. Not one, both games, even though they're gonna win one in Boston. Reason being is that I've just I've got this feeling that the Celtics are about to now really look at themselves as a road team. Like, okay, cool. Like, this is what we do on the road. We don't let anything us. I don't, know, faze I
3: don't us. know if we've actually been better on the road, but it's, I think it's like fifty-fifty on the road. I just thought I feel like I read a
1: stat where you're you're four and I know in the Heat series at one point you were four and oh
3: after losing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't we haven't lost the game after losing since like the first week of February. The and reactions always was really like, good. There
1: was a level of resilience that is it, I think it's is. eleven
3: and oh. From Some, something
1: Lugan. stupid bro but yeah. in the playoffs I saw it was in the playoffs, I, 4 yeah you're right. what I do know is that when you allow or when you allow a young team that's also got experienced guys like Hawthorne and what have you to gain confidence early in the series it's like whatever punch you give them they know they can give you one back mm-hmm. and I just felt like if the Celtics won game one what it does now is it gives them the belief that okay we really have to go and win game two because you know like we win game two, this series is really ours, as opposed to going back home and having to win both games. So I feel like what you guys are feeling is going to be like a drop-off in game two from the Celtics. It's probably going to be actually ramped up. And I think probably the same for the Warriors as well. But in my head, I just always felt like the way my pick worked, obviously Celtics and seven now, it's probably still going to be 1-1, going to 2-2, and then whatever it might be. But my initial initial pick, Celtics and seven, or six, sorry, was based on the 0-2 split. Oh sorry, all two split. Uh all two uh road wins for the Celtics. A split in Boston. Warriors to pull out game five and then lose game six at home. But I don't think that's how it works anymore, does it? I think the the home team I think the away team gets game six, don't they? It's 2-2-1-1-1. Yeah. Two two one one one. So we'd be, at, been, yeah.
3: we'd be at home for game six. We'd be at home for game You'd be six. You'd be at home I for game on, six. Okay, on that yeah. one about our, our home and record, Brooklyn was a sweep, so it's two and two, cool. Yes. My, Mil, Milwaukee, we won two away, yeah. One two at home. Miami, we won three away, One yeah. one at home. So we're I was getting mixed better. Up. Well, at, I and then we Golden State now on the road as well. We're actually two better on the road than at home this year. Yeah, so 0-2,
1: 1-1, and then to win game five at home and you don't close out game six. Um, that's what I was going with. Um, in my head, at this point, I'm still going to stick with Celtics and seven because the likelihood now is that you're probably going to drop game two. However, I just never really together. believed, I just never really believed, like going into this series, that if the Warriors lost game one, they'd win the series or they'd even win game two. So, let's see, I'm talking all over the place right now. Point being that, like I said, the whole way through. I'm trying not to give you all the hot takes. Let's just see how it plays out. Let's mm-hmm. just see how it plays out.
3: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Greg, any final words?
0: No, no, no final words for me, man. I said everything. Um Say no more. I, I said I said Warriors in six before the series started. But uh ask me again after game two what I'm gonna do, nah, you, can't do you can't do that. You can't do that.
1: It's have you you
0: completely like no, dude. I can like, do what I like. Don't half heart and <laughs> hedge. If you're gonna hedge your yeah, hedge I, properly, I said before the series, Warriors in Six, but I have also said that the series starts yeah.
1: after game two when it's one-one. Now the point I'm making is that if you're gonna hedge your yeah, hedge properly now, I gave yes two outcomes from the beginning of the series, yeah, and I'm not I, I'm not I'm not moving from that. Full stop. If you want to give us your second option, give it to us now. No, I don't have no second option, man. Oh, <laughs> you do.
3: Warriors yeah,
0: yeah, two. yeah. That's yeah. why you say yeah.
1: You know, he's waiting for Curry to lose. That's all it is, bro. That's all it
0: is. If the Celtics win this series, I'm going to be on this podcast in a suit suit and tie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Boys, thanks for
3: your time. Um, Quick
1: one, quick one, actually. Quick one. one. What do you do if Steph has a great series numbers-wise and still loses? There's not much you can say. As he gets finals MVP and and loses,
0: like Jerry West. Oh, that was in 1969, man. (laughs) What, What do you do? What do you do? What do you say? What do you mean, what do you, do you do? You do nothing. OK, so you just leave him alone, yeah? You don't come to slander? Huh? Yeah? <laughs> no, no, no. Job finished. Job finished? I don't think so. You get the job done. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you Did you hear my stat? 123 Bro, final games free. of experience. How much do you want from the guy? 123 games of finals experience. I don't... Hey, you know what? If they don't win, I don't want to hear none of this, oh, KD needed curry. KD needed... No. We've got don't enough need empirical evidence with. now. My my beef is strictly with the curry fanboys. We've got enough empirical evidence now. If if they lose this series, I don't want to hear nothing about how KD ran to Golden State. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And, and if they know. lose the series and he
1: shoots forty eight percent for the
0: series, what happens then? I don't want to hear it. Oh uh, yeah,
1: this is what I'm saying. You're just unreasonable. I'm not
0: unreasonable. You're just unreasonable. I'm not unreasonable. I'm I am here to prove the curry fanboy is wrong. That's it.
1: It's Steph top ten regardless if he if he loses the series. Wait, top 10? ten. Yeah, you know that's top what people 10 is a, bit right of a
3: stretch. He's top fifteen right now. I think people are only talking about him being top ten if he gets a fourth and Finals MVP.
1: No, nah, people are saying he's already top ten.
3: Top ten with zero confident he no He's definitely I top so. ten
1: regardless.
3: Nonsense talk.
0: Okay, fair enough. I just want to know. I just want to know. I just I want, want to bait. Greg, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. We'll, I'm sure we'll have a uh, separate pod where we discuss this topic in depth.
3: Yeah, here we go. Yeah, in the know. summer, if, the t- if, the if they got zero two, there is no one I'm ringing before Greg to get on the- <laughs> the at all. No one. Um, we'll boys, all right. Genuinely, we're, we're good. Thanks for your time. We'll see you after game two. Um, this has been Quattro Fracca. Follow the Twitter. Follow everything, and um, keep it locked. Peace.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.